Hello, welcome to the Codec Moments podcast. For this episode, I'm going to be your host. Makes a nice change. It's uh, Matt Holt here at Codec Moments on Twitter. And for this one, we're going to talk all things Forza Horizon. And for that, because I have no idea about these games at all, uh, not only an Xbox, I needed a couple of guests. Well, I say a couple of guests. One isn't a guest. One of them is a co-host. Ali, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. But a very special guest to help us talk about this subject. It's the one, it's the only, Stuart Cullen. My heart aches. How are you doing, fella? Not bad, not bad. Been uh, been a few weeks since we last spoke. Dig me out, dig me out the ground when you can. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm taking the steer from you guys on this because you two, in my opinion, are sort of Forza Horizon experts. Ooh, big words. Come on, tell me, tell me, what is this phenomenon that is Forza Horizon? It's a driving game. Um, <laughs> in many ways, it's a kind of perfect storm. Uh, all the best elements of arcade racers coming together, both in the game and in the development side of things. Um, playgrounds made up of like X. Uh, bizarre studios who did like PGR and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have Criterion members who did Burnout, blah blah blah. Um, I'm sure there's a few other in the mix. So it's it's kind of you've got a kind of melting pot of a lot of people who know cars, but a certain style of car game. Yeah, which is the kind of I think it's the kind of crutch of the argument um, when when Horizons involved um, more so than the core motorsport series. So. Let me get this straight. Forza Motorsport is—is is that your almost? I'm hesitant to say because it, it might not be, but is that kind of your hardcore sim racer or, or leaning towards that? More your traditional racer. Traditional, I like that word. So Forza Motorsports, your um, mate, well, yeah, track racing. Sometimes they are make-believe tracks, so Dubai circuits and um, Maple Valley, things like that. The make believe, but you also get your your F one tracks and your your tracks that you're used to. Yeah, actual motorsport happening on. You do get some bizarre cars in that series, which normally come over from one series or another. I guess the best way to describe the Horizon series is it's turn tens bit on the side, if you like. <laughs> I, I'm probably doing it a complete injustice by saying that, but it's, it's a little bit of a testing ground, but also we've got this product over here for not quite your hardcores because it's not quite a project cars, but similar. Yeah, It's better for wheels and, and, and things like that. But you've also got this over here, which is more your not quite need for speed because you don't have your nitros and, and stuff like that in it, but you do get to just drive where you want, do what you want. And there's not as much leaning on the tuning and building side of things you can just slam whatever you want into it and drive it and you'll probably win a race so it's the difference between a pure racer and an arcade game then yeah that's 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 what it is yeah yeah and when you say you can just get in and drive it open world is is it genuinely open world you just get in and go where you want yeah unless obviously there's a a wall around someone's house you, you might be able to wedge your car in a little bit and obviously if some lakes are too deep you can't drive physically through it but if it's on the map you can i would say 99.9 percent you can go there got them what, what do you do in the game then 
race cars. <laughs> yeah, you, you drive. <laughs> yes, obviously. What is it? I'm trying. I'm trying to put it into context as someone who's who's not played. Better version of, of the crew two. That's how I've started yeah. to paint it. Maybe the crew one, crew two is get airplanes yeah. and stuff. And, so. and even some of the more recent um, Need for Speed games, they're a lot more open world. If you've played those on the PS4 as well, yeah. Um, so it's basically a driving game where you can jump in a car and go wherever you want in that world on that map and have fun. Um, the Horizon series is based around a festival, yeah, which is the, the Horizon Festival, um, which basically gives it a a loose storyline through it. You unlock different sites as you go around, which unlock more races and events and there's speed cameras jumps drift events and that's just random things that pop up and then you've obviously got your normal races so you've got street races rallying off-road yeah there's 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 a core there's a core racing series that you take part in where your goal is to get a, a gold wristband yeah. to become the best of horizon blah 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 and then out with the core there is uh side quests is what you would probably call them in a more traditional game yeah in the new horizon um in the past horizons they were called bucket lists where they would set you a, a devilishly hard task of setting a speed on speed camera doing so much drift doing so much skill whereas now they've kind of curtailed them into bite-sized story chunks which run um, uh, to 10 levels. Okay. They vary from being a stunt driver at a movie to being uh, the driver for a, a, a kind of YouTube streamer to being the drift king and stuff. So these are kind of uh, missions or the single player campaign side of things um, out with that. And then on top of that, you've got just random uh, events like the speed cameras, speed zones, danger signs, drift zones, which they have, again, they have our star rating, so you can free star them and gold them. You don't like play any preset model to do that. That's at your leisure while you're playing. You'll just stumble across them and you'll do them regardless. It's it's not really a, a signposted thing, you know? Yeah. It's a bit like a collectible type of thing. No, because I was going to say on top of that, there's collectibles as well there's um the signboards as well mm. um which basically are split into two categories there's the fast travel boards and the xp or the influencer boards in the new game which i think there's 50 in total maybe i can't remember. no i know there's there's 50 fast travel there's 200 in total. 200 influence boards yeah yeah, and the influencer boards range from like 500 up to 5,000 and depending on the size of the, the points you get depends on how difficult the board is. Mm. So a 5,000 board might be on top of a building which doesn't have a clear jump to it. So again, that's encouraging exploring through the open world. So when you're not racing or not wanting to take part in these events, you can then do that. And then on top of that, there's a handful of showcase events which again are kind of preset things which again we'll no doubt cover as well further than the line but there's like five showcase events which are kind of premium pre-made basically to make you feel good and make the mm. game look good at the same yeah. time while you do them you know so for example one of the showcase events is fairly early on in the game you're racing the flying scotsman to edinburgh mm -hmm. station okay. and it puts you in a certain car you're side by side with the train or the train i think suddenly hurtles past and it's go and you've got to 
get from where you are on a on a track. You have to go through the checkpoints to the station before beating it. And nine times out of ten, there'll be a moment or two where it slows down, so you might jump over the train, things like that. Maybe drift in front of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just as a, a, a like like Stu said, a feel good moment. And then also as a collectible, you've got your barn finds. Um. So throughout the game, you'll get a telephone call to say, "Oh, someone said there's a barn in this area. Go to it." And I cover it on my youtube channel to show people where they are and there's a shed thing somewhere in that area that's got a old school car in it okay and then you find that and then they go oh look we found this car it's a complete tip but we're gonna do it up for you and then give it a few races in game and then they go oh it's ready for you to collect and you go back to either your home point now which you've now got of a festival site and you claim that car so it's quite a variety of things to do in these yeah. yeah, and you've mentioned already. Obviously, the latest one is into Edinburgh. So it's set in Scotland, or it's set in the UK, isn't it? The, the latest well, one, Scotland in the Lake District, really. It's yeah, kind of- so is it mainly mainly the north of the UK. Then, what about the other games? What locations have they been in? The first one was the States. Yeah. Second one was the south of France, mm-hmm. Italy, Nice, yeah. the kind of Riviera. Oh yeah. Third one was Australia. Yeah, and then obviously the fourth one we are in the UK. So they're not just regurgitating the same thing with a couple of extra events each no, time, no, and they're no. really making an effort. Each game, this is where where I sometimes class it as Turn Ten's testing board, if you like, and and that sounds really bad, but it doesn't mean to come out as bad as it does. But each game kind of adds a new element, and then yeah. some of those elements end up going into Forza Motorsport. So weather was a big feature for. Two and three? Where, whatever was three. three? It, it wasn't two, but it wasn't quite in two the same yeah. way that they implemented it for you because it was seven that had the, the weather. Mm-hmm. Like the, if you look at the course series, yeah. seven brought the, the, the rain and the sandstorms and stuff, yep. you know? So it's that kind of thing. And I, I, there's a, an avid case there that that's the biggest change up yeah. this time. And the fact that you've got like destructible walls and stuff, whereas before... So obviously you're going around the Yorkshire malls and there's the the man-made walls and they just obliterate them. So that's another new feature. So each series, there's something fairly spectacular, would you say, Stu, that they add to it? Somebody thought it was a good idea to put in the ploughing through dry stone walls. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Why not? They up the ante every time they come out. It always gets that wee bit better while keeping the core concept. I don't know whether you find this as well, Stu. It's not just a comes off in chunks. Nine times out of ten, it's almost the individual bits of stone you can see flying off. It's, yeah. it's incredibly detailed. When you go into the photo mode in the game, you can actually freeze frame it and you can see the whole thing just going sideways, same with trees and stuff, you know? Yeah. But that's just a level of detail they've got, isn't it? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the car models like then? So it, it looks good. Does it handle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 484 cars, I think, are in it at the moment. Yeah. They're going to break 500 and soon, I'm pretty sure. There's a varied array, everything from bubble cars to hot hatches to family saloons to Ferraris to Grand Tourers to Jeeps, trucks, retro fare. Utes, which are a hangover for Horizon 3. It's very much a case as well, you go 400 cars, you know, but it's very much a case of they take what was in the past game, bring it back into it, and then add on top of it. Okay. 
and each one's got a different handling definition as well. Plus, once you start tinkering under the hood and tuning them, if you were to take a, say, a, a B class and tune it to S2 class, it then totally becomes a different beast and mm. it takes a bit of time to understand how that works. And then on top of that as well is how the car will then handle within the parameters of the seasons. So winter brings snow, autumn brings like leaves and stuff, so you've got a lot of wet slippy surfaces plus mud mm-hmm. which uh, the, 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 these these actually have an effect on the handling of the vehicle you know so uh, there's a lot more to it than just a pick a car go a car you know um, yeah. and every single car um, has a an internal camera so mm. you know point of view behind the wheel every single car and I think all of them have a Forza Vista which is where you can actually inspect the car as well yeah you can tinker right. it and- so you can physically open the doors look inside open the hood open the boot in most cases mm-hmm. so it's it, it is incredibly detailed it's it is crazy the, the Vista stuff's particularly nice touch from the, the Bond pack because you can go up to like the DB9 or the Lotus Elise and jump in and activate the Bond gadgets so you can have the guns coming out the front <laughs> and the ejector seat button or turn it into the submarine and stuff like that so so it's just a nice it's a nice layer of content mm-hmm. on top of that you know you mentioned tuning just then Stu and Ali you mentioned earlier on that you don't actually have to really bother too much with the tuning compared to the motorsport games what's the tune in this one then because you said you could take it between classes I would say this is where the other bra- the other side the horizon comes in is the horizons built on the community now the first thing you can do is if you want to tune a car there's an auto tune you can walk in and go I want this car to be X, Y or Z and it goes right and it'll say I'll charge you 100,000 credits and you go that's fine just do it done this is to add parts in, change settings, etc. Yeah. You can get the game to do that for you. You're just saying you want it to be this class. You're not yeah. actually looking at anything. Yeah. yeah, I want this car to be the fastest, basically, that it can possibly be. The bit where the community comes in is there are guys in the community who tune cars and then they make preset tunes so you can have a drift ability, you could have a high scorer, you could have a, a truck that's good at uh, speed cameras or whatever, it's more aggressive and stuff. Yeah. At that point then there's an option to actually go into a marketplace and actually view these and then you download them and when you download them, the, the tuner or the creator they'll then get a bit of money as well from you purchasing their tune. That also doubles up for another side of the Forza thing, which is the livery system. It's got a very, very in-depth livery system, and there's some guys out there doing some amazing things in it with very little basic shapes, yeah. and that's the same for that. It's just, like, it's mind-blowing. It's like 60, 70 hours worth of work in these things these guys are doing. Yeah. But when you see them actually on the motor, it's like, wow, that's that's pretty impressive. But again, that's uh, that's you can do that yourself. You can sit and paint your car to your heart's content, or you can go in and view the, the store and purchase the paint job you want or the tune you want so there's it's a great kind of inbuilt community within it you know and and obviously going on to the liveries a little bit more is that um they're incredibly detailed but then also there are limitations and it's how these people such as um Stu that both me and Stu know Stu Fox they they're limited on the amount of layers they can have right so then they have to somehow still create the image that they can, and sometimes they look almost photorealistic, but on minimal layers. But the, the, the tuning side is there if you want to take it to that extra level. But you can just go, right, I want this mini, 1969 mini or whatever it is, and I'm going to bang it into S-Class, and I'm just going to drive the out of it, and off we go. Yeah. And you'll probably 
win races against the AI, depending on what difficulty you've got it on. And in some cases, yeah, if you go too too powerful, you're going to struggle a little bit. The back end's going to start kicking out, but then you're still going to handle it fairly well compared to the, the motorsport side where it will punish you for putting too much yeah. power into it. Um, this is a bit more forgiving. Because of the rewind system as well. Yeah. All right, what's, what's that? So say you take a corner too hard, you just hit Y and it takes you back. It goes... Oh, so it's basically the, um, the mechanic that was thrown into dirt yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. They caught the rewind system and it, it, it saves your ass from time to time, you know what I mean? Mm. But then obviously on top of all of this as well, they're adding a tiny bit of almost RPG-ness to it. Okay. So you, in Forza 4, you've got your own little character that you kind of create yourself and you're now getting little bits of clothes to put on them and you unlock little dances and stuff for them to do for winning and <laughs> God, no, emotes are in. Get the flush. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then uh, as well as this, every time you, you level up or rank up in certain ways, you get wheel spins. And in this one, thank God, there's no real money. Change hands to buy loads of them. Um, but you get a wheel spin uh, and it's literally like what you'd get on a uh, fruit machine, but it's one bar okay. and it'll just spin around and then it'll stop and it'll go, there you go. You've got a, a new horn because there's different horns you can unlock or it's mm. a, an item of clothing, a car, money, another wheel spin, that kind of stuff. Like random collection of items then, just accessories yeah. for the car or for the character. And you get the, the super fuel spin, which gives you free chances to win yeah. great prizes. Um, I'd say I'd take the actual RPG mention and I'd just take it a bit further because each car in the game has got its same skill tree. Yes, yeah, that's okay. me as well, this one. This is a new feature to Forza 4 because originally it was you as a driver had the skill tree. And you unlocked the skill tree, and once you unlocked it, that was it. Because a big part of the game beyond racing is skills. And it's the kind of what I would arc back to it's a, a very advanced version of the Kudos system that was in Project Gotham, where do drifts, do burnouts, smash things, overtake, be a daredevil, do flips, blah, blah, blah. It all scores you points. Score the points, bank the points, points get turned into prizes. Hey. And like each car's got a different skill tree which can help you. So you can if I say in it's more a case of you earn points over the whole game and then you're allowed to distribute the points where you see fit within each vehicle. So each vehicle you go to has a different one and your banked points can be spent within that vehicle to, to up it. So it can maybe hold its chain better and uh you can get it so that if you hit an object your chain survives. Okay. That's a top tier thing in all of them can get extra points for drifting, doing burnouts, doing aerials, and uh, stuff like that. Also, some of them help within the racing side. If it's a more race-orientated vehicle, you can do bits and bobs to it to maybe let you get ahead of the pack in the grid and stuff. And It's just a nice kind of um, thing, because if you think about it, if there's 480, 490 cars in the game, that's 490-odd skill trees that are needing filled. Yeah. And throughout the, the progression of the game, you're constantly banking points and earning these, these, these abilities, these tokens to use against this uh, when and where you want. So that's another kind of new feature. It's a new feature in that sense, but it's always been there, but it's been you that's been the skill yeah. tree, whereas yeah. now it's your, your car. So oh. if you've got a particular car you really like that's spec'd out, you can go and earn your points and then you can buy a new car and just flood it, flood the, yeah. t- flood, flood the skill tree in it, and then it's full spec as well. Well, that sounds like an interesting, interesting way to get you to experiment and try different vehicles, and maybe not stick with one permanently because mm. you're just stacking up those points and not using them if you do that. Plus, there's also the Horizon Edition cars on top of all of that. So, a Horizon Edition car 
is a special car that's got horizon white wall tires. Um, but <laughs> it also has a preset skill. So, like, if it's a, a, a Nissan GTR, say, it may have a drift skill boost pre-built into it. So you don't actually unlock that through the tree. It's actually present at all times in that car. Okay. These these are also things you need to kind of, they're more desirable. And these also bring in another section that is the auction house, which is where you can del boy yourself and wheel a trader, get a nice, win two Horizon cars, plug one for a cool five million on the, the fight on the on the, the marketplace and stuff like that you know so it's it's a really it's kind of like a auto trader but yeah <laughs> but in a video is that, game. That auto trader with trading with other players yes, yes. yeah right. so they say okay. i've got this car two million five million whatever because yeah. it could be have a decent skill on it and someone will just go yep i'll have you get that yeah. money right and then to add an extra element if you're not already whet your appetite and wanting to play the game sporadically because i don't think it's exactly weekly monthly or whatever it is but uh, we have forzathons which were new for three i was going to come to that because I, I didn't know if that was part of the multiplayer aspect or not but go, no. on, go on tell me what those are forzathon used to be a friday night delight every weekend they'd set a preset thing that came with an actual achievement yep now forzathons are daily weekly um, monthly I don't yes. know I think they're definitely daily and weekly plus on top of that there's Forza Fawn live events which are a live instance like Destiny 2 I'm at, like, see Destiny 2 um, I'm going to use the one with the big crab tank you know how you'd run in and there'd be a big crab tank that'd drop and you'd start fighting and you'd be like oh what's going on over there mm-hmm. and you'd go over and you'd fight it and everybody would join in well these are very similar but in Forza where there's a big blimp that appears and a very irate man shouts at you <laughs> to get to the blimp and then it also once you're at the blimp it starts flooding in other players for their single player game that's a single player content but it's done while you're connected online okay so it brings in 20 old players every hour at this event you go and do the free stage event you earn Forza points which are then redeemable into a special store but it's took this weekly thing and got rid of it and replaced it with this hourly thing that you can do with your mates and stuff. Um, and I think it's a really interesting kind of blending of this kind of MMO-style instance concept into yeah. the game, you know? Yeah. And, and on the Forza-thons themselves, they're normally just nothing necessarily too taxing. Myself and Stu, back on Forza 3, used to meet up most Fridays and just quickly blitz them. They, 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 they could either take you 10 minutes or they could take you an hour, depending on what you want to do. And it could be get a drift score of 10,000 which is easy enough, and it doesn't even have yeah. to be in one run sometimes. It could be do three co-op events, do a jump of X amount of feet, um, and then each one that you do, there's normally three, um, and then when you do them, sometimes there's levels to them, so it'll be like, right, okay, now you've got to do this, and you'll get little unlocks along the way. You'll get a bit of money, a bit of influence, or ultimately you'll probably get a car or something for your, your avatar or you know yeah. things like that. So it just keeps it fresh. Just a nice way of getting players to come back each week yeah. and do something different. Yeah. So what what about the multiplayer side then? Because you, you've mentioned co-op. I assume it's a racing game. It's online connected, open world. You've got to be able to just bomb around with each other. Yes. So you can do races. You could do co-op races. You can do um, just generally drive around together. Uh, I know when just before launch or on launch day, there was a group of people that I saw on Twitter that just got in a load of bog standard Honda Civics and went from the bottom of the map to the top of the map doing 30 miles an hour just for a laugh. <laughs> so you've got all that side of things. But then on top of standard racing, you've got games and events. Yeah. So you've got, you might have to help me out here, Stu. King of the Hill, Infection. Yep. 
Flag Rush. Yeah. Aye, so there's a, the kind of free playground games that you can play as well, which are quite interesting because they're pre-built. Like, so the maps bro- broke up into points of interest. So there's like a, a quarry, there's a beach doom buggy style track, there's a stunt area, there's um, the airfield as well mm-hmm. and yep. stuff. And these tend to be specially curtailed areas for these playground games, Yeah, which 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 take away again. It, it's something you get the choice because it's like you can do, the if you want to race, race if you want to do playground do playground games but then there's that anything goes which is a kind of interesting mix of both so you might do one race one sprint one game of zombies one game king of the hill and it's quite an interesting kind of playlist you know and then on on top of that as well nine times out of ten it'll be locked to a class Mm -hmm. so it'll be right we're doing king of the hill uh, and the random role is an a-class car so you've got to have an a-class car to be competitive but also to be in it to win it yeah, uh, but you can't go above that. So you can use an X class, which is a kind of yeah. no mythical, but it's kind of maxed out car. Yeah, um, for a reason or not, which is a good thing as well. It also forces you, it forces your hand to have a garage uh, variety if you're yeah. going to go online. Yeah. Okay, instead of just curtailing to like, there's my Ferrari X class, and I just use that everywhere. Yeah, it's not going to last you long yeah. online. And then obviously you've still got your own private lobbies where you can invite friends along and do a, a serious race if you want, or a series of races between you all. Um, and then is it soon where you can create your own race too? Tonight. Tonight. The, the the update just got released today. It rolled out at six. Right. So there's a, a new root editor um, oh, okay. been added to the game, which I think is a kind of counterpart to an issue that I have with the new game, but we'll, we'll argue with that later. Which this this route editor, which you basically it's real interesting. You drive a route, plonk checkpoints, and then it lets you drive the route, and then you race the route, and then you can publish it for anybody to play on. So they're they're expecting some quite fun things because I've heard that you can do races, but put the checkpoints on rooftops because it's doable, and they're kind of saying you can do a like car parkour for a village <laughs> and stuff like that. So these things are basically once the community's had it for like a month or two, there'll be there's some be some insane tracks appearing, I think. Mm-hmm. That sounds really interesting. It sounds like a really good way to keep it keep it going. So okay, you said there it counteracts one of the issues you've got with the game. Gone what's because because Frank for the last half hour everything's been positive. My biggest problem with four uh, over three, which I put good three hundred hours into is I've stopped playing it because I'm so close to finishing it, like maxing it out right now. I'm just kind of like, I've done a lot of the races. I've only got two story modes to go. And I know if I sat for a day, I would have all the achievements in it. And I'm just a bit like, the, the argument was free had an achievement where, had two achievements actually. One achievement had you having to complete a race at every location, which I think there was like 200 odd races. Okay. And then there was an achievement for completing a championship at every location. Now a championship is quite an interesting one because a championship was when you went to the location, you selected championship and then it gave you that as well as another three races on top of that. So you were doing four races. So you were doing every race again times four. Okay. So that was a big ask, um, and it took me it took me over a year to do it, interspersed with doing forgeophones and stuff and that. Whereas the championships at the moment, I don't see them in the game, and I don't know if you're going if you get to level two hundred, it opens them up. But I think it'd be a bit odd getting to that level and them opening up championships. You know, I know they do seasonal championships; they're calling them. Yep. Which um, again, that that's another thing as well. Each week. Thursday at half past three the season changes 
Okay. And then when the season changes, they bring in special season content. So there'll be special season races, season danger zones or so forth and so on, or PR events, they call them. It's, it's all that drifting and stuff put into the one bracket. So that's the only place I've seen championships mentioned. And I just think it's it's a bit lightweight, the new Justin, in terms of just overall longevity content to keep you going, you know? Yeah. Because once you've done that, it's just the bucket list stuff like the missions. To be fair, they have released a new mission as well tonight, tonight with the, that that update. Uh, they've brought in the, I think it's Racing Green it's called, which is a now 10 mission bundle, which it's like a kind of car show and it's to basically take you through a tour of British car racing for the, the early days up to current. And mm. they argued, and I watched a live stream, and they said because each event in that has two cars, so you'll start off in an Aston Martin, you'll get to a point and then they'll put you in like an Aston a new Aston Martin so you, you use the classic to the old so they showed you the mini and then they got into the mini uh, rally Dakar winner and you had to do an event in that off the back it so they're kind of like well it's t- it's 10 but it's really more like 20 okay mm. that's something as well I'll, I'll do you know but it's just a case of, I think it, it's a wee bit light in content yeah I mean for, for me I don't think there's enough variety personally it, it's very I know it's open world and, and whatnot but it's very rally orientated. Um, I mean, I love rallying and it's only until I've just gone, do you know what? I'm going to swap car because I want to. Um, but I I don't know if you feel the same, Stu, but you could pretty much do the entire game in one car if you wanted to, to an extent. Yeah, there's really four, there's four disciplines in there. There's street racing, circuit racing, off-road rally, and then yeah. rally, rally cross. Mm-hmm. So it's like two off-road, two on-road. They're the kind of four things because obviously the four of them then have their big race at the end of it. Yep. The Goliath, the Titan, stuff like that. These are like epically long races. And I think I think that's the kind of, that's a new thing as well they've done. Instead of just having a big race, they've got four or five because there's a drag strip one as well, which is really weird. But there's like these five big races you do, mm-hmm. which is something fans were crying out for. But at the same time, it's the way they've built it now. They've built it around, it's not so much how much you do, it's around your level. So once mm. you hit level 10 in each discipline, you generally unlock the big race. And then once you complete that big race, that's you. You're done. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. You might have a few scraps left to tidy up, but realistically, there's not a, a great deal of incentive to make you go and yeah. do it other than wheel spins and stuff, you know? And I find that the, the main city in this game isn't compact enough. Edinburgh's great, but it's no kind of like, I don't know whether it was Sydney or not, but you haven't got that kind of almost street racing area. Nine times out of ten, you still kind of go off road almost, or yeah, I know, I know what you mean. It's the kind of up to the back where Hollywood is. I want it's done out the back there. And I noticed that yeah. kind of up because you'll do the city and then you'll bank either left and go up into the hills and stuff. Yeah, and I think I don't know. I think that's probably just because of the, the setting and stuff, you know, and how yeah. they they kind of possibly for me it needed maybe expand the map a little bit because it's not the biggest. I don't think that we've had and maybe drop it down and go to maybe Birmingham mm. and go through some really like tight streets and. Um, maybe a bit of a motorway and stuff, or even Newcastle if they didn't want to go that low, just to kind of cover that base of having a a, a major city. I know Edinburgh is. You're kind of point where you made the the off road thing. I think that's a big part of it because I think there's not so many roads because a lot of it is tearing across hills yeah. and fields and countryside, you know. And I think that's the kind of thinking or logic behind it, you know. Point being, there's a big lake. 
and the big lake is water in every season but winter because then the lake becomes frozen and then that becomes a big play area as well so there's, you can you okay. could arguably now you could go and set up a race with checkpoints and just have it on the frozen lake you know which would right. bring its own interesting <laughs> bits and bobs definitely sounds intriguing I'm getting I'm getting visions of it being a mishmash of a lot of games that exist but also chucking a lot of new elements in there to make it different and I, I'm liking the sound of the iterative approach each time they release yeah. a game because they're not yearly, are they? They're every two, every two three year. years, every two, two years, years, roughly. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're taking the time to put extra development in, put something different in there, mm. and taking a bit of a risk, like you say. It's uh, yeah, it's a it's not it's doing it a disservice. It's not just a testing ground, but it is a little bit where they get the opportunity to look at the mechanics each time. There's an expansion or two expansions per game as well. Mm-hmm. Don't know what we're going to get this time. I would hazard a guess we may end up getting Goodwood. Who knows? I think Hot Wheels will rear its head again as well because mm. I think it's a bit weird how none of the Hot Wheels cars are involved in the core game, but all the yeah. rest of the kind of DLC cars are. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, kind of that was that was a thing for free. Was the, the the second pack, the first pack on free was the winter pack. So these are yep. all redundant because they've done Storm Island on free, which was basically. An island where it was raining all the time. And then they did Blizzard Mountain as well, which was a snowy one. And then they threw the rule book at the window and they did the Hot Wheels one. And I think they might do, they might, I think the next, the main, the first DLC will be like basically setting a real setting and stuff and yeah. that. But I think the next, the, the second one will be throw the rule book away and just go crazy because it worked for them. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, they know yeah, it worked yeah. for them with that. So yeah. I think it's it makes sense for them to just go, yeah, we're just going to do X, Y, and Z. I think what you, your point that you're making, Matt, about that you're hearing a lot of other games inside this game, and I think I would I'd go on a limb here, but you're probably hearing a lot of Forza, or you've probably played a lot of Forza in other games that aren't Forza, yeah. <laughs> especially like with the crew and stuff. I mean, this series has been going. Well, I'll be honest. I'm thinking more years. back to I'm thinking more back to um, Burnout Paradise, yeah, uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, those types of open world games, the the stuff before Forza Horizon came along. That, that's yeah. what I've got in my head. Right. And, and, and I really don't mean it in a bad way. I don't mean no, to no, say, no. oh, they yeah, just copied yeah. it, because it, it sounds really interesting on what they're doing with it all. The first Horizon came out in 2012, so it's kind of... It, it, it's a, get a bit of an old series itself, you know? But yeah, but then, like I said at the beginning, they've, they've pulled the talent for these people, you know what I mean? So like these yeah. studios that you're saying, I, I can hear a lot of that, and but I definitely think coming reality. from, isn't it? You yeah. said you said bizarre creations. Um, oh, what was was it? Was it Juiced? Did they do Juiced? Blur. No, they did Blur. They did oh, Blur. Blur. The, the, that was the club. it. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah. A, a lot of those games. That Double have, Seven have Bloodstone, of, I think. Yes, they did the driving elements of that as well, didn't they? Um, but the whole game's there. That was the thing that they kind of ventured into shooting. As yeah. well, you know. I thought they just did the driving elements of that. No, it's a total bizarre, oh, bizarre okay. game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they've got the pedigree. Like you say, they mm-hmm. they have built these games in the past. That's maybe why it sounded a bit familiar. But they're taking yeah. it on, they're refining yeah. it, they're making it better. They're adding in. I know you you've got a bit of a complaint against variety, but that's because it sounds like the third one had a lot of variety that you you yeah. enjoy. See, I've got a theory as well. That's that's the sound sound the sound theory. Trust me. If you would have asked anybody in the community where Forza Horizon 4 was going, 95% of people who play the game would have said, Ali. Tokyo. Yep, they would have said Japan. 
Japan was really Japan was the destination. It was the the tickets were booked and we were heading out to the drift world because yep. it's screaming out. It's the same as Assassin's Creed. Everybody wants a feudal Japan. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Everybody wants a Japanese because um, there's a culture. Was it six months before Horizon Falls come out that they added started to add drift elements into seven? seven. Yep, yep. Um, and everyone just basically lost their. Mm-hmm. Going right, that's it. Horizon Four is in Tokyo because we're going to be able to do street racing, drifting, and, and all that. And it's, it's the car culture. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's it's a case of see free free took the Australian car culture, so utes and stuff, stuff that yeah. you never see in racing games, and they introduced this to them, and you're kind of like, oh wait a minute, this is cool. So if you think what they did with utes and stuff, and like what they did with Italian Grand Tourers and stuff, and two, uh, you kind of go, well, what could they do with Japanese production imports, or what you would call imports, in their game, in their natural inhabit, you know what I mean? Because they would have mini cars and stuff, you know that kind of thing. But the theory is that four set in Britain, because the studio are working on a treble A RPG, yep. and I almost willing to put money on this, that what they'll do is, they'll remove the roads... They'll redo it with some magical overlay magic stuff and the world of Horizon 4 will be ported and become the world of the new Fable. And I am so certain of that now. I'm willing to put money on it. (laughs) Because the head environment director for Horizon 4 was on Twitter two weeks ago and said, I've had a great time with the series, but I have now moved over to Playgrounds AAA RPG game we're working on. And if that is not Forza... I'll eat, uh, if that isn't a Forza, if that isn't a Fable, I'll eat my hat. And it, 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 there's bits in that game, and I don't know about you, Alan, but there's bits in that game where you'll come over the crest of a hill on a moor at night, and you'll think, this is just Fable. I'm, I'm literally riding <laughs> through the world of Fable. Yeah, like, um, it'll it sound daft, but on the moors, and you've got the, the moss and stuff, and like you say, it, it seems, it's when you talk about it like this, it sounds cheap, proper cheap, but basically, they've kept the cost down, to an extent, by not having to, because they they scan everywhere. I yeah. mean, I've been to Edinburgh quite a few times, and it's realistic. It's like, yeah, I know this street, I know Princess Street, I know some of the back streets, the Golden Mile, going up to the castle, and it, it's all there. Scaled down a little bit, but it's all there. Even the tram lines and stuff, which somehow have completed, but you know, we're not <laughs> going there. Um, but it's all there, and then you kind of go, well, hang on, they're making an RPG. It's almost certain it is Fable, like you say, Stu. Mm-hmm. And then it's set in the UK. So they've kind of scanned everything ready. They've already got everything there. But like as say, well, it's just a quick... When you look at it as well, it's one of the few fours that only have one city. Yeah. So that, you remove Edinburgh, keep the cat. There's two cat. There's three or four castles in the game as well, which mm-hmm. I'm like, the bit at the beach is very Fable. I'm like, you could be running along here, casting spells and killing skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a small map when you're in a car, but yeah. if you're on foot, it's massive. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm almost, I, I'm not wanting to say when I think it will be announced, but I think next month at the event in Brazil they might mention it. And if they do mention it, I'm, I'm almost certain. Because think about it as well. Imagine an RPG where the seasons change. Do you know what I mean? You're in your kind of summer clothes and winter comes. We've seen it with Breath of the Wild. You need to yep. wear hot, cold the, the, the things in the wild the season system totally backs that up. And if you look at when it rains in the mud and stuff, you could imagine riding through that on your horse, blah, blah, blah. It's it's, it's definitely food for thought. And it, Even the and animation it's, for your driver as well. 
is like kind of them experimenting. If it's a bit glitchy, everyone will just have a laugh. Mm-hmm. But it could be them experimenting with the models. And There we go. Basically, Forza Horizon 4 is just a precursor to the next Fable game. Forza Fable yeah. 4. <laughs> and, Forza, and, and, and if that does happen, I'm almost certain as well, I'm willing to put money on it, that Forza Horizon 5 will be in the land of the rising sun. You think it'll be, it'll be set in Tokyo? Uh, yeah. Almost certain. Yeah. I think you're right. It, it, uh, it sounds like it would make a great fit for the series, for the game, and for the, the, the variety that you've got on offer in, in the city itself and then just outside it in the countryside. I think that'd be pretty impressive to see. I don't think... Have we seen a racing game in Tokyo before? We've had racing tracks in various yeah. games. There was the mountain track in her Forza 4, four where you, you had to drift down the mountainside. Yeah. There's never been an actual... Well, there's never been an actual racer. Sleeping Dogs was in Hong Kong. Yeah, it was Hong Kong, not not uh, Tokyo. Gran Turismo had a few of those tracks. Which one was it used to race through the city at night? Oh, was it oh, two, three, something or other? They had yeah. Tokyo roads, but they didn't. It wasn't obviously free world. It was a track. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't free roam. It was just a track. I think um, I'm struggling to think of any game that might have been free roam Tokyo outside Yakuza, and they are. Maybe, maybe one of the district. initial D games because I know they're a big thing and that's drift culture and oh yes you know I mean? yeah, yeah 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 so but then that's a native game to there that's not a so okay let's wrap this up then Matt's going out to buy an Xbox One yeah and Forza Horizon Four <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we broke him and Seven as well why not we get I might it. have been about halfway through this and then and then you guys started getting all negative and I thought ah, I'll, I'll save but me don't money don't forget we're if you like seasoned vets <laughs> yeah, so well, we played them that, all we are massive Forza fans there's a reason yeah. why this game's got over 2 million registered users it's not the game's past honestly it, it's it's the Forza game that in my history it's the Forza game everybody loves there's only a fine amount of people that I know that don't love it and those people aren't worth knowing in life because they've got no joy in their hearts because <laughs> they're like oh if you're, if you're not going to do it if you're not I think you'll find if you're not going to do a racing game right in a full blown sim then you're not going to do it that's why you get ran no, no, I'm, I'm not using you Matt as the, the, the benchmark but that's why you play Dakar and get ran over by your AI because that, if that's what you like <laughs> that's what you can do you know what I mean for the rest of us who don't yeah. want to actually be on the the, the, the cusp of it all the time it's an amazing just experience to okay. wet your hair down stick on the tunes turn on Spotify or put on the inbuilt radio which does have good songs yeah yeah Hospital and just radio and stuff. let it rip yeah. and just see where you go you know I'm I mean? sure there's a game Matt that you play just to chill out to whether it's Grand Theft Auto 5 something like that where you just go on like and just and just just either kill loads of stuff or just you could just go on and just have fun and you smile, you just smile to yourself. And um, that's what Forza is. Although we've yeah. said a few negative things because we don't probably think it's the best of the series, but it's still very, very good. Yeah. That it's a game that where if I go, I really fancy racing, but I don't want to do anything serious, you just go on that and just tear us through the UK highlands and smash boards and do speed cams and yeah. chase deer or yeah you know, yeah just enjoy yourself yeah. where else can you jump in a bubble car and go up against your mate in a 20 ton volvo truck yep. you know what i mean it's the only no it's not the only game there have been there have been one other game prior to this that has made me consider an xbox um and and just for clarity i don't have an xbox because i don't have the time to own more than one console but if if i went for it 
Splinter Cell Conviction was one back on the 360. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would have um, I would have quite happily had played away on that if I'd had the time and the money at that point. And Forza Horizon, and it was Forza Horizon three and the amount you promoted it to that actually made me think, yeah, that does look like it's well worth having the console for. But I don't get enough time on what I have, and that's that is the only reason I don't have one. I think one of the best things with the Xbox at the minute is the fact that you could buy an Xbox, just a core Xbox, and buy yourself either a year, monthly, whatever pass to the game pass and you've got so many great games just to plow through there it could be ones that you've missed on the 360 some on the original xbox and then so much new games that they put into that and it doesn't even lose the studio's money there was some talk after e3 ran gamescom i think it was where people are like oh the games pass is doing a disservice Mm. to the games industry and it turns out it's not it's actually helping them out a little bit and they get i think they get kicked back from it and different things i've spoke i've spoke to developers on other games and they said that when their game went into Games Pass they actually saw uh, like a 200% increase in their DLC Mm -hmm. because it's like if you get the Game Pass you've got the game there you might as well treat yourself to the DLC for it yeah that's why Forza's party do it it's really interesting because the Ultimate Edition they partied you can actually buy the Ultimate Edition goodies without the actual game which is a nice feature as well if you're into that so you got like the car pass and the the, Mm -hmm. Wee boosts and stuff, but without having having to buy the core game for ninety pound, so it's nice. Right, so go on then. The Falls of Horizon series or the latest instalment, whichever one you want to pick. Constitute sum it up in three words: fun, unpredictable, and Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, same question to you: fast, hilly, <laughs> and weather. <laughs> <laughs> Right, there we go. Fun, unpredictable weather. That just sounds like a standard day in Britain. Maybe without the fun. Okay. (laughs) Right. Well, thank you both for joining me and uh, educating me on the the ways of Forza Horizon over the last uh, 40 minutes or so. Stu, do you want to give us a a plug? Yeah, um, you could catch me um, at Furious on the Twitters and you can catch me writing Scotch Corner every Sunday on that there Codec Moments website. Yes, you can. If you're actually in Scotland, you can buy the paper, the Scottish Sun, and uh, actually get it in proper print rather than reading it off the screen. Which is a dying breed. Mm. (laughs) Oh God, that's (laughs) an old podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) And Ali, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, You can find me at corn underscore wolf on the old Twitters and search that and you'll find loads of other crap with me on it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll Selling find you. me in Forza looking for drift, looking for drag cha- uh, challenges, running behind you pressing X, <laughs> flashing my lights. Race me. Race me. All right, well, thank you both. I'm Credit Moments on Twitter. Head over to the website, creditmoments.com if you want to check out any reviews, news, interviews, or anything else we happen to have up there. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Catches. <laughs>